0: We should have never, never granted, but we standing on the front line, prime for the sequel, part two will rock you, the voice of the people, we had to take it back, shake it up and rearrange it, the industry's evolving, now we rolling with the changes, Black, Bobby Mac, Josh, Brian and Mary, about to take over the planet, make some noise if you hear me,
1: You're feeling on. it, Josh. I'm feeling it already, man. But it's, it's a little it's a little less in here today. It's a lot Mackless in here. It's really quiet.
2: No Ray of Sunshine, no Bobby Mack. It's just me, you, and Tiggs. Oh, wait, hold on.
0: Welcome to Planet Platypus, everybody. It's your boy, Chicky Chicky Jiggy, Jiggy Josh Fiore in the building, a.k.a. Spitfire King. With me, as always, is your man, DJ Platypus. What's up, Platypus? Now it's official.
1: <laughs> now, now it's official. That was now, awesome. Now we can get going.
2: Yeah, man. You yeah. shot. You were shot out of a. Yes, I had a my, jiggy
1: cannon. I had my had my <laughs> had my wiggity weedies this morning. Yeah, man. And uh, and I'm ready to rock and roll, man. Big show today. Big show. You know we had a good show last week. I was really proud of our oh, show. I listened back and I just could not stop laughing. If anyone's listening to this that hasn't heard the previous episode, yeah, episode eleven. Oh, check that out, man. Because it's you think that's stuff. our best show yet? Um, I, I was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> um i i think uh i don't know if it was our best show yet but yeah it was it was a good one it's a good one it was just a great show listening
2: back i actually found myself laughing which well, i don't normally well, do i
1: know there was one person that was listening to the show that wasn't laughing who's that and that is a guy who is a fixture in this industry who was not happy with some of the things you had to say and that's fake hef Oh, no, you, <laughs> did you get some feedback? I got some feedback. Did yeah. you really? Yeah, he wasn't happy, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to, br- I'm going to have to uh, break
2: it down for you later on. I talked the to, uh I talked to Danny from uh Centerfold Strips last night, like midnight. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I actually just, I said, hey, have you, did you hear last week's show? And he's like, no, I didn't get a chance yet. You know, I'm still in Vegas. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, uh, you know, I'm going to send you a link, and, and I got a bunch of videos up. We're promoing you and your company. You might want to check it out, you know. And uh, in the process of it, I don't know what made me think of it, but I go, uh, hey, just – just by a chance, do you, do you represent Fake Hef?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he does. He does. Yeah,
2: and he goes, "Yeah, why?" And I'm like, "Okay, you haven't heard anything then yet, so that's probably a good thing." But I oh, probably, yeah. uh, I probably insulted him and possibly you as his representation. I'm sure, um, but uh, don't take it personal. And he's like, "Oh no, that's fine. You know, it's okay." So
1: <laughs> he's like, "I've been trying to shake that guy for years." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I got, I got, you know. I got a lot of feedback from other people in the industry about my little rant last week uh, about Fake half, and um, I'm not going to name names, but there are a lot of females in our industry that were very supportive of my rants. Uh, which was surprising yeah. yeah i thought i was going to come across as a big dick and after right. hearing it back i'm like i'm such an asshole I, yeah. I you should respect your elders i should be more professional right. i should be you know but i was pissed i was genuinely pissed yeah. Josh. and for you those
1: know? who don't know fake half is of course the uh george the hugh hefner lookalike, right who's at every expo you've probably seen him at club he's a, a lot all, of functions. all over the country yes yeah. Yeah, and I guess the whole point of him is that he shows up at these events and walks around with the with the smoking jack and the captain's hat and his pipe, and it looks like Hugh Hefner is at your club, right? But there's no more Hugh Hefner now, so right, it's like you know, so the thrill is gone.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a tough sell, as so they
1: he, say. He didn't like what you had to say. I heard from him personally. Oh, you're kidding and, me! And he and he and he. And he this this he gave me something to, to tell you later on a message for you but I'm gonna wait till later. On okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All
2: right. Well, that's you know I don't I'm I'm not really I don't think I'm gonna issue apologies but you know mm-hmm. it's how I felt and I was just trying to be honest with my feelings and and take people into the moment. We were talking about Expo. We were right. talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, and that was the ugliest thing that happened. And one thing about this show is I'm not gonna to try to you know. I, I don't want to be overly PC all the time. You know, right. there's, there's a point where you want to be professional. I'm representing my company. I'm representing our brand. I'm representing us.
1: Listen, The business isn't always peaches and cream. It's not. Today here in just a few moments, we're going to be talking to the brand newly crowned entertainer of the year. Yeah, Belzora.
2: Belzora. Can't wait. That's, that's going to be a great interview. Um, I wanted to make sure we got her right away. We're going to try and get her last week, but we had so much on the slate last week just getting back. Everybody off was still in recovery mode anyway yeah. last week. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we're getting back to business today. We're going to do a quick interview with uh, Belzora, a little what's your story, and uh, this very secretive fire of the week that uh, apparently this has leaked Yeah, to people in our uh, circle.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yet, I'm not allowed to hear this. So, well, you're going to hear it because the the reason (laughs) why you haven't heard it today, the reason you haven't heard is because you we have to get a genuine reaction from you today. Okay, from this very special Spitfire of the Week, not presented by Jiggy Josh Fiore. By the way, presented by. None other than Fake Hef.
2: Oh, so Fake Hef is doing an actual He actually this. did the Spitfire
1: this week. <laughs> <laughs> so you definitely want to stick around for that. Oh, you've, got, you've got my attention. <laughs> yes. you know. All right, so let's take a break. We're going to hear from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back with Bell Zora. Sounds good. Stay tuned. World-famous Tootsie's Cabaret voted best club in the country. Join us for Happy Hour. No cover and half price drinks till 8 p.m. every day. Tootsie's features a full restaurant, sports bar, next-level VIP seating, and skyboxes with a view of South Florida's hottest adult entertainers. Watch all your favorite sports events on our brand-new 300-square-foot LED screen. See you at Tootsie's Cabaret, Miami's number one adult club. Visit us online at TootsiesCabaret.com.
2: Attention all club owners. Did you know there's a platform for DJ education? Pandamembers.org is an association for professional DJs. PANDA stands for Professional Adult Nightclub DJ Association. With over 1,000 members, PANDA is always growing and generating top DJs in our industry with an educational platform and discussions on how to better the DJ's craft. If your current DJ staff is not a member of PANDA yet, President Dane Hansen welcomes you to check out pandamembers.org. It could change your business for the better.
3: Rick's Cabaret, it's one of the biggest chains in the adult industry. With over 50 clubs nationwide, Rick's Cabaret is a great destination no matter what state you're visiting. Check out rickscabaret.com for a full list of clubs near you. And if you want a piece of the action, Rick's Cabaret is a publicly traded company on the NASDAQ under the letters R-I-C-K. Rick's Cabaret has been awarded National Club Chain of the Year numerous times. Check out rickchamperey.com for all your entertainment needs. The planet is back!
0: The planet is back! Yeah, welcome
1: back! The planet Platypus Show. What's up, Plat? I don't know if I like that.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: I always got to come in strong with something. Yeah, you're you know? like almost too excited with the yeah. yeah. There's no such thing as too excited when it comes to our next guest. Exactly my point because
2: <laughs> our next guest is the guest because she is currently the brand new entertainer of the year, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only Belzora. Yeah.
4: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hola, ¿Cómo Hola.
2: estás? Hola. Muy, muy bien. Gracias, a I'll bet you are muy, <laughs> muy, muy bien because you just had one heck of a run and weekend that is one for the ages. Um, you came to Expo, as you always do with the high production show. You had your, your booth at the convention, which was all decked out Belzora. And um, then you walk away with the most coveted prize in our entire industry. And now you are the reigning 2019 entertainer of the year that's got to feel amazing right
4: oh it does especially considering i've only been coming to expo for three years um last year was the first uh, edi that i entered into and now here i am (laughs)
2: it it happened really really (laughs) so it's been it's
4: been a whirlwind it's been you know it's it's a really really big honor so i'm
2: Well, give our listeners a little background as to how you got here. So you started out as a house dancer, or how did it all start for you?
4: No, I've actually never worked at a club. I I worked at a burlesque club. I did weekends. My manager used to own a club that did male and female reviews. So I was the headmistress of the female review part for about five years. And the club was a real estate investment. So when that sold, uh, Sky had had all this experience with Vanna Lace and other other feature entertainers that had of the past. And he offered this opportunity and we took it. And it's been officially it's only been two years. This is the start of our third year.
0: That's incredible. So we
4: came to Expo 2017 uh, with our booth. We were the only uh, feature entertainer with a, with a booth at the time. And we had a great expo that year. We were invited to do the EDI contest that year. I went up for, uh, I was an Inter- entertainer of the year nominee last year, and this year I was again, and I took the took the prize. So yeah, it's been a whirlwind. Nothing I ever expected. Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> yeah, and the thing that people don't realize is uh, Belzora's booth is a lot like a Macy Day Parade float. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, that's, <laughs> a, that's, great, that's a great description Be- because there's so much color animation, and animation, music, music, and, music, and, yeah. and movement and motion. She's up there on a platform,
1: and she's or on like this, a showgirl, and it's it's like really she's a on big, this pedestal,
2: yeah. like a Victoria's Secret model with the wind blowing her hair, and it's <laughs> yeah. like. It, it, it's it's like those Calgon commercials. Remember when we were kids? Calgon, take me away. Yeah. It's the hot yeah. chick and the bubble bath. That's Belzora's booth. It's yeah. pretty like you can't walk past it and go, Oh, Belzora, it's like, whoa, what the hell's going on over here? Well, like like she was saying, like, you know, she
1: was the, one of the first features that I've seen anyways to have their own booth at Expo. Yeah. You know, so when you Especially walk by, like you know, you're seeing these vendors and there's, you know, liquor vendors and people that are selling carpets and furniture and these type of things. Then you walk by this booth and it just grabs your attention right away because mm-hmm. it's got the music. She's up there on the pedestal like a Vegas showgirl. She's obviously gorgeous and uh it really just Thank catches you. You, catches your eye right away. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Probably one of
2: the most beautiful feature entertainers I've ever worked with. Period in 25 years of oh, doing
0: this
4: business. Oh,
2: thank you so much. Oh, you're, you know you're you know you're gorgeous, Belzora. <laughs> you know you bad. <laughs> you
0: know you bad.
4: <laughs> okay, so. Oh, well, thank you. I, I was a bullied little kid, you know. So Were when I hear really? that, it's it still. Yes, yeah, so I was. I was a little ugly duckling. Right well, according to the people who bullied me. But.
2: What, <laughs> what insane so, asylum did you go to high school thing. at? Like. How could anyone bully you for being an ugly duckling? It's actually kind of a cool story if you think about it, though. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And looking back now, I'm grateful for For even the bullies. I'm grateful for them, too, because they made me who I am. But uh, yeah, so when I hear people compliment me, it still means the world to me. So thank you.
2: No, you're very welcome. But what part of the country were you at where you got bullied growing up? I'm just curious.
4: Oh, well, I, I, in here in Tucson, Arizona. T- <laughs> Tucson. Shame not. on you, Tucson. <laughs> and in your face, Tucson.
1: Yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> little, little a lot swan of those bullies
4: are my friends now, though. So,
2: so you've, you've turned that negative into a positive. Well, I guess that's a good message, right? I mean.
4: Oh, absolutely. You always got to find a lesson in life. Everything that seems bad always has a lesson in it. That so should be just,
2: the, uh, the title. The,
4: the glass is always half full.
2: Yeah, that should be the title of yeah. your book. Belzora, finding the love in the
1: hates. Belzora, one thing I noticed during, uh, during your show and the expo this past expo was the first time that I have personally seen you perform. Um, is is it's a big production? The production value is big. I noticed that in your booth and during your show. Were you like always a performer even growing up as a kid in high school? Is it something that you were always into, like uh, wanting to get into show business?
4: No, not at all. It wasn't even on my radar. I was actually wow. in the medical field. I was an ophthalmic assistant when I started wow. doing the burlesque shows. I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> Low nurse. How about that? <laughs> Well, outstanding show! Very impressed with the uh, with the production. Thank you yeah. so
4: much, and that's that's what we try to give every time every club that we're at. We we try to give them the most production we can. You know, they're, they're they're there to see a show, so we we try to give them a show. And
2: speaking of, and I want to tip our hat to the other two nominees as well, Charzane and Justice. Absolutely, because
4: yes, they're wonderful performers.
2: I've been doing the awards show for a long time now at Expo, and the three of you really put on a hell of a show it was it was very much a vegas style show where you're in an auditorium you paid i don't even know what the ticket prices are for for the award show but let's you know whatever you paid for your ticket you really got a show out of the feature of the you know of the entertainer of the year nominees yeah every one of them had a different flavor but there was production value charzaine where you thought like when she first came out and He's she a, those had those, address. those. yeah, it was
1: part of her dress, and yeah. all of a sudden it was three people that just like spurred out of nowhere, yeah. And, and it, just the core mm-hmm. strength in her and her routine also was, was just amazing to watch. And then you know, Belzora the- comes oh, out, yeah, she's
4: phenomenal
2: to my guitar, Gently Weeps, with the biggest freaking guitar I've ever seen, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it was just, and, and, and there she is, just you know. On that pedestal looking hot, doing her thing. Yeah. And then Justice comes out with the um the shadow, you know, you know, yeah. where she's stealing the diamond, and there's it. So everybody had their own little spin, but it really made it feel like you were like a circle lay type show oh, yeah. or, or something in Vegas where you'd pay hundreds you know, like, of dollars for pr- previous it.
1: Previous years, you know, when you think of some of the great features in our business, talking about Christina Gucci and mm-hmm. uh, Lacey Rain, even Arya Moon, their performances were like. So top notch that that bar was raised. So Wait. now the, the 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 new talent that's coming in it now has to step it up to that next well, level. Well, that brings so. me
2: to my next question. So Belzora, who are some of your influences, and who did you like? You said you were you're new to the business. You weren't a house girl anywhere. So who was the first feature entertainer that you saw where you're like, I got to do that.
4: I honestly, like I said, I, I I honestly didn't even know that this existed. This wow. is this was a complete surprise to me that this that, that you know you can do this and make a living. Uh, but I would have to say honestly, because of guys' history, it would have to be Vanna Lace. I mean, she was the video, the first videos I saw. I mean, I did see you know Catherine DeLish and all all mm-hmm. of the the features probably a generation prior to the Christina Gucci and and um, and those features. Uh, so I got to see a lot of that and 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 Sky is a performer himself, so I I got to learn a lot of the performance uh, aspect of it from him. Yeah, so I know Sky it's kind of weird a... that i'm I'm jumping around, but yeah, a lot of my influence comes from him and his previous experience.
2: Yeah, we could interview Skye completely separately based on his performance career, his um, directing career. I mean Skye is very um, hands- on with everything like you see that big production absolutely i i promise you it's it's probably a 50 50 split but but sky is like the captain of that ship you know what i'm saying because he's got so much experience doing these things i've known sky forever i mean like a long time 20 years he's been in this business a long time and um yeah like she said with vanna lace vanna lace back in the day you might did you ever work with vanna lace no she had again like these huge production type shows where <clears throat> it was tough to get her booked in certain clubs because if you didn't have a big enough stage. Right, she had to she, have the right. Yeah, she had a, but but when she performed you always remember that. And that's the thing about Belzora, that's that parallel. Very very different performers, very different the look, the feel, everything is completely different. But that package is tight. It's there. You know what I mean? It's that that whole production value. Right, is there? So it's um, it's awesome. Yeah, Sky is uh, Sky's been in a, a contributor to our business for a very very long time. And one day we got to sit down with him and really pick his brain and get some stories out of him because I'll bet you there's stories oh, that Belzor yeah, doesn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you known Sky? I've been now? hearing
4: of. Uh, for almost eight years now.
2: Eight years. I promise you we yeah. can dig some dirt out of Sky if we <laughs> interview him that you've never heard. I promise you.
4: Oh, oh, I believe it. I, I've heard so <laughs> many stories and every time he talks to, it's like, especially at Expo when he runs into people he hasn't seen in, you know, 15, 16 years, I hear new stuff and it's just, it's, it's just incredible that, that the business has been going on as long as it did. And I hope it goes on for, for many, many, many more generations. This is am an incredible business and. And especially Expo, just being able to see all the people that you see on the road and and everyone just getting together and having a good time. Because this is the only time you get to have a break and, you know, be with your co-workers and your cohort. Yeah, so
2: for sure. It's,
4: it's just all, it's a blessing to be in this industry. And to be able to travel the country on somebody else's dime, I mean... What else can you
2: ask for? Yeah, it's 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 not a bad life, is it? I mean, you could be no, not you could all. be in Tucson being a, a bully instructor asking somewhere, someone you know? if
4: yeah, or oh, I could be asking them if their glasses work better this way or work better that way. You
2: know? I, I got to tell you, I had a feeling that you guys had a really really good shot this year at becoming entertainer of the year based on one thing, and that one thing is your presence behind the scenes, what people don't see which are the email lists, which are the constant communication with your fans, the constant communication with the industry. You and Sky are very, very good about taking your brand and really getting it out to the masses in a unique way that's not... How do I put this? It's not really in your face type. It's just it's kinda, like a genuine
1: interaction. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely.
2: This is where we are. This is what we're doing. This is what's next. This is and then and then there's always a follow-up. Thank you very much to so and so. So I'm on that newsletter mm-hmm. thing. So I get it, you know, and, and I love it. A lot of people hate getting those emails from uh, Expo after Expo. You get a shit ton of emails
1: right. and they're like, eh. All from the vendors, and
2: but stuff. but Sky and Balzor don't do that. They do it year round, and it's very genuine. Like this is what's going. This is our brand. We're Coca Cola, and this is what we're doing. This is our new flavor. This is our new promotion. This is our new can. This is our. You know what I mean? That's right. that's how those mm-hmm. emails are, and it and it really. Really gets Belzora into a position where she has a huge following for two, three years of doing this. I had a feeling they were going to come, you know, strapped with some votes, and sure enough, yeah, you know, they they sure did, and 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 kudos to you guys because I don't think a lot of people that are listening to this podcast even realize. I mean, a lot of the features do, but they don't realize how much time and effort and hard work you actually put into this, and I and I guarantee it's a lot.
4: Hmm. It is, and, and I'm very, very lucky to have, you know, my teammate, Sky, just, you know, he's he's a champion for us, and he just, you know, he, he has his eye on the prize, and I definitely wouldn't be anywhere near where I am today if it wasn't for yeah. him, so it, it, the teamwork is definitely something that I, I couldn't go without, and, they, and we wouldn't be where we are right now without it.
2: So what happens next? You're a couple years into this career, this new business, and all of a sudden now you win. It's like it's like you're a basketball player, you get drafted by a team, your first year you go to the championships and lose, your next year you win the championships. It's like you have already reached the pinnacle right out of the gate. What's M- next? MVP. Yeah, what's <laughs> next? What's next for for the entertainer of the year? Like like how do you motivate yourself for other things coming up?
4: Oh, I just want to be better, you know. Uh, we got here because of our fans. We got here because of people like what we do. So we, we got to continue with that that quality, and we got to keep getting them better. You know, we can't just plateau here because you know we got a prize. We we just got to you know that that's our motivator. This is actually motivating us to be even better than we are now. That's um, a great message. You know, to take ourselves to the next level. Whether you know it's it's um, just staying a feature or you know branching out into other other areas and hopefully continuing to, to bring that uh, ED brand and the featuring brand uh, to another level and taking it out to the masses would be, you know, something that would be a great, a great goal for us.
2: She's so polished, Josh, isn't she? (laughs) Absolutely. She's just like, like Yeah, (laughs) I I mean, that is a, is a compliment. So tell me something outside of the business. I don't know about you. Tell me something that would surprise me. Maybe a hobby, uh, a hidden talent, something that there's no way we would know that you're into this. What is this for Belzora? Outside of the business.
4: Outside of the business. Maybe not along the lines of what you're asking, but um, uh, I, my dad was the uh, president of the Southern Baptist con- or, uh, community in Mexico where we grew up. I am. You know, I grew up in churches, missionaries would stay at our house, Canadian missionaries, you know, helped us polish our English. Uh, So that's something you wouldn't expect. So how does
2: that go over at a family reunion now? Like you're from a Southern Baptist Mexican religious background, and then you get with the family and you're like, Hey, look at my crown. Look at my sash. I'm the entertainer of the year. How does that go at Thanksgiving?
4: Thankfully, the five years prior with the burlesque really got all of that, you know, all of the taboo and things that you would expect your family, especially that kind of family, um, to have, you know, the reactions that they would have. Um, uh, but now they really acceptance of it. They, they know that what we're doing is a craft. They know that it's an art. We're not, uh, we're not doing anything bad for ourselves. We're actually bettering ourselves. And, mm-hmm. and we're trying to leave the people that we meet better than we found them whether that be just because they smiled one time, you know, during one of our acts or one of Sky's comments while he's on seeing made them laugh. So they they see a different aspect of it rather than someone who just looks at it, you know, without really understanding everything yeah. that goes into it. And I think every every features family eventually gets to that point like, yeah, oh, I, would you know, agree I with get that. it. It's not just what I'm thinking or just what the TV or the media mm-hmm. tries to make it look like. It, it's it's really my 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 child, my sister, my cousin, my friend is actually doing something that hopefully will make someone better or make themselves better for it.
2: Right. So, you know, I like how she did the burlesque thing. It was kind of like let's warm the family up to the feathers. Gonna dip covering. your toe in the water. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of a progression type <laughs> right. thing. Yeah, yeah. So, so now it's like you know, th- I had tassels on, Dad. I wasn't <laughs> naked in right. Vegas. I promise, you know. So you I, know
4: what the funny thing is. Uh, my dad pa- has passed now, and he only got to taste a little bit of the burlesque. But I, I honestly think Eve he would be the one that would be the proudest of it all. Uh, he's really he was a big history buff and things like that. So I think it would have been more, you know, because the burlesque and the featuring it all came from the Prohibition era and the mm-hmm. speakeasies and things like that. So
2: wow. you know
4: that that kind of history would have motivated him more and like really really liked it and supported it wow
2: that's cool is your fan base split between international and american or how does that work out? because i know that you you uh approach and interact with your fans quite a bit so yeah uh, how does that work do you have a lot of mexican following a lot of international following because of of your roots
4: i i do feel like i i am able to connect on a different level with the latin crowd um because I, I you know uh, after every show i after every performance that i do i do take the mic i thank everybody for coming in and i do it in english and in spanish so i think uh once i break that barrier that language barrier it does kind of you know warm them up to me a little bit more mm-hmm. just just as if you know i came to an american club and i didn't really speak english that well they wouldn't be so warmed up to me you know but my my dad's actually from mississippi so we we even though i grew up in mexico we really kind of got both ends of the spectrum like i i feel like a red-blooded american but i also love mexico and i love the culture and and i know that i'm kind of marketed as you know the latin sensation and things like Mm -hmm. that but you know i i grew up you know riding quads in three points which is like the boonies of here in tucson but i also you know did my first communion and things like that in Mm -hmm. mexico so i i I feel like i'm 50 50 but to answer your your question about the Latin crowd, I feel like because they can actually speak to me and you know be in a conversation, I feel like I can, I can connect with them a little bit more. But also, you know, I I can get down to country and Waylon Jennings and all that, or classic rock, or you know, Latin music, pretty much equally. So I feel like I can I have about an equal fan base on both sides.
2: Yeah. Now I noticed um, one of the things Natasha Nova did as her last act of uh, being an entertainer, the entertainer of the year, she took a bunch of the features out for a dinner. She gave gifts. She was uh, she did a lot of mentoring this year. Um, I was mm-hmm. I was just curious. Um, have you given any thought to? what your role will be going into 2020 as the entertainer of the year do you feel like you you know like natasha took a lot of that on herself and you know she wanted to get out there and help out some other entertainers H- has that kind of gotten you know into your mind is like wow now i'm i'm uh, this you know focal point of you know, our industry and I, I have to be a positive role model. I have to, you know, I have to set standards. I have to do that. I mean, do you have that mindset right now, or is there anything that, that in the future you're, you're planning on doing?
4: Well, I, I kind of felt like that last year, you know, I, I got to a point where, you know, teachers and, uh, house girls were asking me, you know, well, like, how do I get there? How do I do this? And, and, you know, I did, I did at the time, you know, try to tell them, well, we do this and we do that. And, you know, uh, and this year, definitely, obviously, it's, you know, it's, it's even more so I have to do uh, things like that. So we have, Sky and I have talked about, you know, we do have to show people, you know, we got there pretty quickly, you know, and it's not like we'd only been featuring for three years. We do have that, that burlesque background for five years prior. Um, but there is a lot that we can teach there 's a lot of a lot of things that we see not being done that could be done that are easy to do that will you know get you to that next level so we we do know that we have to to get around to helping people get get to a higher place for sure so it's, for sure. those things are are in our mind, and we are kind of formulating plans for
2: and, that. and to lead by example, which you do a great job of again you you're you're, you. you're from a performance background i've never seen you do anything that puts a negative light on your brand. I've never seen you do anything that's anything other than positive and uplifting. And, uh, and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a a breath of fresh air from my side of the swimming pool. You know what I mean? It's, it's nice to see that. And I'm sure Josh feels the same way.
1: Absolutely agree. Yeah.
2: You know, I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. Thank you. That
4: means a lot to us.
2: Do you, uh, do you have anything to say to aspiring features that want to one day become entertainer of the year?
4: well I, I think a lot of what you just said you know c- take care of your brand don't right. don't leave a bad uh bad, a bad taste in someone's mouth when you are doing a you know when you are featuring you know make sure everywhere you go people leave and have a good impression of you and be, you know and want you uh that would be the first and easiest
2: that's, take
4: care of your brand
2: it's good advice
4: that people want to have you back and leave them better than you found them
2: yeah, I mean, for for the young entertainers, you want to build that brand and and get it known and then once you have it, it's it's like it's like winning an award. You got to maintain you it. You have to maintain it, which right. is harder than mm-hmm. actually winning it and getting there. You know, being recognized yeah, exactly. is one half the battle, but keeping your name on the top of that list, ask Natasha Nova how easy that is. Ask Gagucci. ask Lacey Rain. I mean, all the predecessors. It's, right. it's, it's not easy. Well, man. as you
1: know, the, the the club circuit is just such a small scene, and it's almost kind of like a family. And so when these girls are traveling from place to place and all of it, you know, word gets around. So when you have a feature that really brings a positive experience to the club and is, is just great for, for your staff and for your guests and everybody has a great time, that word's going to get around quickly. And on the flip side of that, if you're not professional, if, you're not, if your show isn't professional, if you're just kind of phoning it in, that kind of stuff gets around too. You know, So yeah. it's, it's all about, like yeah. you said, building the brand and maintaining it. Now, Belzor, I don't want to put you on the exactly. spot here. I'm not going to ask you which is
2: your favorite club to feature at. But what is your favorite state or place anywhere in America that you've been to actually have a weekend or a week to, to feature and promote your brand. Is there one particular spot uh, anywhere in the U S really Mexico? <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to pick a club cause I don't think that's fair, but there's gotta be some kind of an area somewhere that's your favorite to travel to. Okay.
4: Um, the Carolinas are, I love the Carolinas. Uh, Texas is great. um,
2: I bet she has a monster Georgia. Following I in really
4: enjoyed Georgia.
2: Oh, yeah, and Texas clubs, uh, no joke, too. <laughs> they love hot Mexican women in Texas. There's <laughs> no <laughs> <one> doubt <doesn't laughs> no about that. I mean, no doubt about that. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I guess those would be my three. The Carolinas, uh, well, in good weather, the Carolinas are great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. Texas, uh, Atlanta, I really love Atlanta. Atlanta's beautiful. Uh, so if you're talking about all the things, you know, beauty, enjoying that you're there, the club that you're at and things like that. I think those would be my top three. And so, obviously Tucson when I get to do our... our. It's home clubs here. That's yeah. a big thing in Arizona, you know, and get to be home. It's, that's all we've been driving distance. So I can't complain. See,
2: she is an ATV girl at heart, man. She's, she's got that roll up my sleeves, get on the ATV. I'm going yeah, mudding man. today. You got some redneck I'm fun in there some too. redneck fun. <laughs> <laughs> got you. you know, that, that's surprising. Absolutely. Yeah. Cause, cause you know, Belzora, you, you look like, you, you know, you have the model looks, you're very proper, you're educated, you're extremely well-spoken. And and I just I would never expect that side of you, but I I want to just throw this out there. I think if you and Sky put together maybe a video series of that side of you, that could go viral in your in, in your community of fans. <laughs> I'm I'm serious because that's oh,
4: I believe it. <laughs> that's what
2: people want is to know. Like because when you're too perfect looking, people get very judgmental, not understanding that. Like look what we have uncovered just here in the last 15 minutes. She's uh, been bullied as a child, right, for being the ugly duckling. Who, who would ever have thought that? Right. And the fact that you know she's got you know from the families from Mexico with the religious background, but yet also from Mississippi where she's got some redneck roots. Bring that back to Tucson where she's a- you know ATVing and, and and doing all these outdoor type of activities and being that redneck girl. <laughs> That's that's the show right there. That's an MTV show if I ever saw one, right? <laughs> yeah, we we'll be
1: waiting on that show.
2: <laughs> so listen, Belzora. I well, if
4: it ever comes on, I expect you to watch it.
2: Oh, <laughs> you always have our support, and you, you and you and Sky know oh, that since you. you've met me. I've always given you my support, and we always will. Yes, um, you have. You're you're, you're yes, a consummate you pro. You've you always have been, and uh, the industry needs more professionals like you to put a hundred and ten percent into everything that you do. And I I think I think you're a shining example to the up and coming newcomer feature entertainers. And I think that you're uh, somebody that they should look to much like Natasha Nova, who I thought was really a great ambassador to the crown. And I don't expect nothing less Mm -hmm. from you. I really don't.
4: Thank you. I I will not
2: disappoint. You won't, and I know you will. So, do you have anything, any last words, anything you want to plug, or anywhere you're going to be, or anything you want to say? You know, I'm going to make you speak Spanish by the end of this, so (laughs) that's kind of our thing. But, uh, you got anything you want to say in English first?
4: Oh, I just I just uh, want to thank everybody for helping me get to where I am. I want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to be on your podcast today. And just uh, know that I'm grateful. I'm not taking anything that I've received from day one. I'm not taking anything for granted. I know it's a lot of hard work, and I'm going to continue to make you the entire industry proud. So thank you for your support. Nice.
2: And and we thank you as well. And um, before you leave, I'd like you to say something in Spanish. But see, Belzora will always say something beautiful and sweet to her fan base in, in Mexico. Mm-hmm. She she speaks beautiful Spanish. I mean, it's just it's fantastic, right? Yeah. But since Bobby's in Canada and it's just you and I in the studio, I was wondering if Belzora can say something like, like, kind of, almost like mean towards Bobby. Like, why aren't you here? There's <laughs> not a like, mean bone in her body. I know there's not a mean bone, but she she can act, and we yeah. saw that on stage. Yeah. She can go into character. <laughs> okay, she, she's from a burlesque background. There's no doubt in my mind that Balzora can get in character right now and give me a little like, "Where'd you at, Bobby Mac? Why aren't you in the studio? You know what I mean? I want that that real that real angry Mexican thing. Like, Bobby, next time you better be there. Can you give me some of that in Spanish with some attitude? Okay. <laughs> I love her. Do you want
4: that before or after I say something beautiful to my people? I
2: want you to do it right now, and then we'll end the segment with you saying something very magnanimous to your fan base in, in and in your, in your Latin culture. Okay. Okay. So this is okay. for Bobby Mack. Write <laughs> down the time, Bobby, Josh. no
4: sé. Okay. Here we go. Bobby, no sé qué tiene Canadá mejor que Florida donde sea que esté ese programa. Pero la próxima vez más vale que estés aquí, ¿eh? si no
1: no <laughs> That was perfect. There you go.
2: I don't know what the hell you just said, but we're gonna keep that on cue and every time Bobby messes up in the studio, we're playing that clip. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now say something gracious, magnanimous to the Latin fan base.
4: Okay. A mis paisanos, a mis amigos latinos, les quiero dar muchas gracias por su apoyo. Siempre es un orgullo representarlos. Los quiero mucho y que Dios me los bendiga. Sigan luchando, sigan triunfando. El sueño americano está al alcance. Eh? Los quiero mucho.
2: There's something so hot about beautiful bilingual <laughs> women,
1: Josh. <laughs> that's true. It's that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. <laughs> well, belzora gracias. Um, <laughs> yeah, I you. sounded like a like a like a white mom on vacation. At Can a you do better? <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you, you, you just started working in Miami. Can you do it better? Go I, ahead,
1: say I, gracias. I could not. No, you want, you want to do it my soap opera voice? <laughs> yeah, do you, do your, uh, your your Telenova? Gracias, pelzora. <laughs> okay,
4: that's good. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Te amo. Nice. I need you to send me a clip of that so I can play it.
2: Great. Absolutely. See, see, now she's putting me to work because now – see see what happens when you win awards, Josh? Now she's putting us to work. Oh, I tell you. Oh, it's not
4: like that.
2: <laughs> no, I'm kidding, Belzora. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Listen, congratulations to you, yes, Sky, yes. your entire team, the Belzora brand, and um, we look forward to a, a fun year of watching you grow and, and, and really um, take this title – to another place that we didn't even think was possible because that's all you do. You take these ideas, you make them reality, you execute those ideas, and you just become better and better and better. And for that, I applaud you, and so does everybody here at the Planet Platinum Show.
1: Belzara, everybody. Thank Let's you, hear it. Belzara! Thank you very
4: much. <laughs> all
2: right, Josh, get us out of this segment, and uh, we'll be
1: back with what? And we're going to be coming right back with a special Spitfire from Fake Half. You, oh, I can't
2: wait. Te amo, Belzora! Stay tuned. Los amo, Planet Platypus. It's
4: Josh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you're in the Baltimore area, there's no better place to be than the Baltimore Hustler Club. This club is operated on the highest level. Every detail is never overlooked. Beautiful entertainers just down the street from major sports stadiums BaltimoreHustlerClub.com has all the information you're looking for. You can follow them on social media. For Instagram, follow at Club. For Twitter, at HustlerClubs. And for Facebook, at HustlerMD. Or find them all at BaltimoreHustlerClub.com. Fun is just a click away.
2: Monroe's Palm Beach is an award-winning club for good reason. Come in for the amazing food and stay all night for the party. Monroe's regularly books feature entertainment and the top mainstream DJs. Jimmy Boucher is the current DJ of the year and keeps the party going until 5 a.m. Check out the upcoming events at monrospalmbeach.com. Nobody does more events than Monroe's Palm Beach. It's the best party in Palm Beach County. Monroe's has won more awards in the past five years than any independent club in the industry. Check out monrospalmbeach.com. It's not just a party, it's an experience.
1: Hey, are you looking to book a feature entertainer for your club? Look no further. CinefoldStrips.com has you covered. CinefoldStrips.com is a great place to make any event a successful event. CinefoldStrips.com has celebrity lookalikes, porn stars, showgirls, and many other acts to make your event a memorable one. Enhance your guest experience by partnering up with Danny and his team of professionals. CinefoldStrips.com. Tell them Planet Platypus sent you. Back on <laughs>
0: the, <I'm> the <laughs> show, everybody.
2: I gotta start recording you like with video camera right. when you do these like you know yeah. intros. Well, yeah. <laughs> because the faces you make are very much like porn faces.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Is that what you're going yeah, I'm for? I'm going for the fuck faces every time After I back from break. After last week's
2: show, I cannot get you and fleshlights out of my mind.
1: Yeah, I uh I, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I had to revisit the flashlight after listening to to that conversation. Really? Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was pretty nuts, man. You know, it it seems like a great idea until you happen to like look over in the the full length mirror in your bedroom Mm -hmm. and you just, you know, you just see a fat guy fucking a flashlight. (laughs) It's a little little unsettling. I can only imagine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's bad.
2: So, uh, Bell Zora, amazing, right? Yeah, she's great. What a great interview. She's really
1: great. And uh, and they work their ass off.
2: They really do. I mean, hats off uh, to them. Uh, As a team, uh, just for two years, she's been doing this, and to have the brand jump into the game like
1: that, and then just—but that's just take it to the top. That's
2: intelligent. She is a very smart person. She's she's very well. Obviously, she's had a good upbringing, uh, loving family. You could just you could just tell that all the qualities that you want. That's wifey material. A, well us, I'm talking from a business aspect. Right? <laughs> You're right; that is wifey material. She's gorgeous. <laughs> right. She's awesome. She's fun. You know, I've I i do not have a bad thing to say about Belzora, um, but I admire her business savvy, in a sense, much like Raya Sunshine, where her mind is on her money and her money is on her mind all the time. Yeah. And I love that about her. Yeah. So, um, so kudos to Belzora, Sky, and the Belzora team. Um, just a great interview so you go from the very best of features right to this week's what's your story yeah which i want to just you know some of our train wreck feature stories yeah there's you been know a what few. i'm saying
1: there's been a few um
2: i have one from so long ago that i'm don't think i could possibly offend anybody except for jenna jameson because that's who it's about um oh, Jen- you're just
1: gonna put it right out on front street whoever's? why not okay
2: J- jenna jameson was uh at one time the biggest draw ever oh yeah in the history of our business yeah. it, you would pay top dollar
1: 150 it- bucks to like cover charge Oh, yeah, to yeah. To get in. But I mean, to just, get into just, just to but book just to book her, her was like
2: thirty grand. or more. Yeah. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. I and remember. And I worked at Tees Lounge in West Palm Beach back when Tootsie's owned Tees. And um, my very first experience with a big feature was Jenna Jameson. And um, they booked her, and she no-showed. And her excuse was she cut her foot on a piece of coral in Hawaii. That was the excuse we got, right? Yeah. I remember this like it was yesterday.
1: Yeah.
2: And... Um, so, so then, the owner of the club ended up having to take legal matters to get her to, uh, you know, uh, take the booking again, mm. because she basically said, "I can't make it," and that was kind of it. Like she was kind of blowing us off, and we're like, "Oh no, 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 no!" <laughs> <laughs> we spent a lot of money on advertising. Yeah. We spent a lot of money on, you know, you're coming. Like I don't care if I have to send a private jet for you. You're coming, right? So, um, eventually they got her to show up, and it was. At that time in my career, I'm probably two two years into my career. At that point, so you're very green. Still very green. I was still working day shift. It might have been my first year in the business.
1: Yeah,
2: and um, I'll never forget. She showed up, and she was gorgeous. Just I, I remember, like, remember when um, the, on the Chappelle show they talked about Rick James and he had that aura. <laughs> the aura, yeah. She had like that aura to yeah, her. Yeah. Like the second she walked in a club, she looked amazing. She, sm- I remember her smelling really good. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this girl is gorgeous, and she was. And um, and and it was just a train wreck from the start. And what I mean by that is. We had people calling up weeks ahead of time trying to uh set up seats at the stage. I'll pay a thousand dollars to sit at this like, like her fans were ravenous about her, so we knew a bona
1: fide superstar. Bona fide, I mean, this is before this is the days of uh, internet porn and all that, shit. yeah, before uh, you know, the, yeah,
2: the, the we didn't have DVDs, she, she was a real star. Porn was yeah. still on VHS back then, that's yeah. how long ago I'm going back, yeah. So, um, so anyway. She shows up, she gets in the building, and her first show was a 6.30 p.m. show. Happy hour. And she literally had a line of people wrapped around the club two times. So as big as the building was, there was a line that went from the front door around the building twice to get in to see her. Well, obviously, we can't fit that many people in the club. It just wasn't happening. Right. So we were trying to add an additional show just to, you know, take care of those people didn't happen, right? So <laughs> she went up the first show, the first DJ that she worked with, she was like, "Nope, I'm not working with this guy." Wow. And the general manager of the club at the time was like, "But he's the DJ." She's like, "I'm not working with him ever again. I will leave here." She kept threatening to leave to quit every time she didn't get her way on whatever it was. Right. This was one of our best DJs and he was like this pro he's done it forever great on mic great great like quick quick witted knew how to make the features money on state like every feature loved working with this guy so we were all shocked so and i'll never forget it because i i was like while they would pull the dj out of the booth i was there just helping out and i would get on the mic and the place is packed on like a wednesday afternoon and i'm like somebody make noise and (laughs) and Uh,
1: And i
2: was like oh my god this feels amazing yeah (laughs) like it was really my first opportunity to even talk to a big crowd you know yeah um so she didn't like that guy so they pull in the the next the next guy on the list she did not she did her next show with him said i don't want to work with him either if i work with that guy i'm leaving i'm out the door i'm like come on so one of our daytime djs came up did a great job of kissing her ass introduced himself so I'll do whatever you tell me to do, this, that, blah, 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 blah. She loved him. We're like, thank God. So this poor guy had to work his day shifts and then he had to stay until basically four in the morning when her last show was. So he was there from noon till four in the morning well, for like run those for five days straight just to do her shows. Wow. It was a lot to ask of him, but in his mind, he's like, I'm gonna make a killing. Because while she was on stage, guys weren't throwing dollars. They were throwing 20s. She would even have the DJ tell them not to throw dollars. Yeah. To throw 20s. Her pictures at the end, they she they did Polaroids. Yeah. hundred bucks a Polaroid. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So she made booku bank. Boo. And this is back in like what 1997, 98. Yeah, about that like, time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that was a lot of it's a lot of money now, but it was a lot of money. So end of the week comes. DJ, the DJ who was doing her shows, um, goes to get his tip now the whole dj staff is sitting there wait we wanted to see how much he made because we knew it was going to be some astronomical thing he was going to at least make a thousand bucks or something like this right so he goes into her dressing room to say goodbye. He's like, here's all your music back. It was a pleasure working with you. Thank you so much for all of your trust in me. It was a long week, but I'm so glad. He said everything right. Right. She goes, you were awesome. Gave him a big kiss on the cheek. You are my savior, she called him. <laughs> yeah. she, she hands him an envelope and says, thank you. And he's like, thank you. So he walks back into the bar. He opens up the envelope, and it's a little sticker of her. Oh. And it's a it's got a twenty dollar bill that just said thank you. This guy wow. rerouted his whole life. She was a train wreck from the word go, threatening. I'm gonna leave. She was just a pain in the butt. She was kicking customers out. It was just diva to the diva power. Yeah, right. Yeah,
1: twenty bucks
2: gets twenty bucks for the oh, whole week. It's awful. So that was my train wreck story. You got one. You don't have to name names if you don't want to. Yeah, okay. I, don't I, wanna... I threw it out there because I don't think it matters anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't want to name names because, you know, sometimes people are having a bad week or you just never know what's so going on. So let's call her like.
2: Bobby Mack just for the sake <laughs> of argument. Bobby Bobby okay. with an I. Bobby with an I.
1: <laughs> Bobby Mack. So Bobby <laughs> Mack uh, is booked to perform two shows that night.
2: And this is in Rhode Island. When this is
1: were... uh, when I was working a, at the Cadillac Lounge mm-hmm. in Rhode Island. Um, so now it's almost time for the first show. She's not here. Mm-hmm. Not at the club yet. So we're getting concerned. Right. We know she got there to you know her flight got in and right. stuff. So we don't know what's going on. So we send somebody over to the hotel, see what's going on. Pounded on the door, pounded on the door, pounded on the door. Finally, she gets to the door and she's a mess. Clearly. Inebriated? Inebriated. Mess? Okay. Yeah, like just, just a clearly a mess. So whatever. They they talk to her, they get her. She missed the first show. So there was no first show finally get her to the club get her ready to go it's time for her to get on stage i do her intro bring her out crowd goes wild she comes on stage she starts dancing and then about midway through the song she runs off the stage (laughs) just runs away (laughs) that's it gets off the stage and runs now i got a four song set planned for her and she's just gone so I look down, I see an empty stage, I go, like, all right, well, make some noise for her, everybody, everyone claps, and then I just call uh, you know, Susie to the stage. Right. So meanwhile, Bouncer runs up to the DJ booth, says, Hey man, she wanted to do a thing where she runs away, and then you tell the crowd to like make some noise a little <laughs> bit louder, and then she'll come back out. That would have been some good information that yesterday. A great thing to know <laughs> ahead of time. <laughs> So now I'm looking at the girl on the stage, and I'm, like, right. waving her, like, all right, get the fuck off the stage now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, who who wants to see Bobby Mack again? Let's yeah. make some noise. When I tell you nobody gave a shit, I mean, nobody knew who she was or gave a fuck to begin with. Right, so, right, like, right. you know how sometimes you have that feature in that room where mm-hmm. just nobody cares? Right. So there was nobody going wild making noise. Maybe you got a couple... <laughs> You know, a couple claps. The bartender was like, "Woo!" Like just, just to get her the fuck in it over with. That, right, 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 right. Kick back into the song, <laughs> the one that she walked out on. I kick back in it, and Here right. she comes, Bobby Mac, everybody. Right. So instead of getting back on the stage, she runs over to the bar, climbs up on the bar, bare feet. People get their drinks and their fucking chicken wings oh. on there. She's fucking dancing on the bar in her bare feet. Thought it was going to be great to stage dive. Yeah, motherfuckers jumps off the bar. <laughs> Now, the group of guys that were standing around the bar, uh-huh. they step right out of the way. <laughs> they just like cleared a path for nobody her. Nobody caught her? No, but Not only did nobody catch her, they cleared a path for her to face plant onto the floor. <laughs> Sh- smack! She slaps down onto the floor. Now she's pissed. She gets up, starts punching the guy, hitting a customer. Starts so punching and hitting the customer. He's trying to run away from her. She's butt naked, barefoot. Wrapped around his waist as he's trying to run out the door and she's being dragged behind him around the clock. Oh my god. I'm frantically looking for the Benny Hill music to play. <laughs> <gasps> <singing> oh, what a disaster. That's probably one of the most memorable shit shows I've ever had to run. Wow. Yeah.
2: Well, thank God for the Belzoras of the world, right? Oh. Because we don't have to put up with that anymore. But that was a, there was a time back then where the agents had zero control over these girls oh, yeah, whatsoever, yeah, yeah. you know? And, and nowadays, you know, the agents have um, not only the porn girls, the show girls, and to some degree, uh, side acts, like uh, Travis Bajant, the arm wrestling Oh, the arm champion, wrestler, yeah, yeah.
1: And, of course, fake Hugh Hefner. Our old right? friend, fake Hugh Hefner. You he got some choice words to say about fake Hefner. So let's get into it, Josh. All right, so... You had some things to say about Fake I Hefner was not nice. Week. You were not nice. Um, should we just play a clip of that? You have a clip? I have a clip. <laughs> oh, you're very prepared today. He, yeah. Okay. Let, let's let's hear what Platt had to say All last week. Right, I'm, I'm oh, curious okay, to okay. hear this back.
2: In and out, right? Great idea. Co- thank you. So it, we, we're starting the thing. All of a sudden, here comes Fake Hugh Hefner yeah. guy, right? Oh, yeah. So he comes up in his silk pajamas that we've seen George. for fucking years. Whatever his fucking years. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes up there and he's like, Hey, you know, I'm in my pajamas and I'm I'm supposed to be in the contest. And I'm like, We just I we just filled, you the we dog just filled in the back the spot yeah. spots. <laughs> but and as I'm saying, but he fucking wigs out on me. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. He's like he's like he's like well, this is bullshit. I should be in the contest and this and that. He goes, whatever, whatever, and he like turns around and like basically says, "Fuck you" with his middle wow. finger to me, oh my and he walks away. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is you know, this is the truth. This is what really happened. Right. I mean, he really came up, and that that I was trying to paint a picture for the audience,
1: right? And I understand. I wasn't that. trying to
2: be mean. I understand. It just that. came across
1: very mean, right? Well, he he didn't. Care for it one bit because <laughs> I heard assume, back from him. I would assume, and and, and and he's got a spitfire for you this week. <laughs> okay, and I think we should just get right into well, right now. That, you're the boss. Let's so, get right into ladies it, ladies and gentlemen. This is <laughs> the Planet Dis by none other than Fake Half.
2: When the crotchety old fucking <laughs> Hef guy <laughs> is giving
1: me shit because he <laughs> was need to
2: get into <laughs> pajama contact. <card day. laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't
0: have time for your fucking temper tantrum. You fuck. First off, fuck your show and the click you claim. Fake half bitch, bitch, come <laughs> quick with game. You claim to be a legend, but I run the club. Playboy for life, fake half real thug. You piss me off, and you really shouldn't push me. Getting dissed by a planet plot of pussy. Two bitches rub ointment on my back. The two bitches is Josh and Bobby Mack yeah! One bitch fire while he swallows your cock And you run around with a Morgan Freeman imposter I heard what you said and I got upset My grandkids had to show me how to use the internet Then explain to me what a podcast is I heard your rant and that got me pissed And you bitches don't wanna go and step to half You know I should've won the PJ contest The beef is on, better hope I don't see ya In my smoking coat with a busted feature On the streets cause if I do it's on on They're all bad because they probably fucked your Your mom. mom. savage. (laughs) Wow. What, you bitch ass (laughs) (laughs) motherfucker? Take half up in here. Oh. I'm the playboy John You a fuckboy joke Nobody on the planet wants none of this smoke Walk around Vegas and the expo feels me Went to your panel It was dead like the real me Call me daddy You show me respect They call me Hugh Half, I'm a strip club vet You were in diapers I was running the club Now I'm in a diaper Still running the club (laughs) You can jazz pussies Better watch your back And not just plan What about Bobby Mac? Yeah that's right Didn't think I'd bust shots I'll rearrange your face And I don't need photos Shop. What about Josh? He's a bald, fat bitch and a whack MC that couldn't rap a gift. You a buster? A bunch of dumb suckers. Remember the name is Fake Heff, motherfuckers. Woo, savage. Woo, damn. Fake Heff. Come on, Jooma, let's bounce. Fake Heff. Got <laughs> enough of these fuckboys. Fake Heff. Woo, man. Now who knew Fake Heff could spit hot fire
1: like that? Oh God, dude, man. Had I known that, I would have never called him out.
2: Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> he didn't like it. He was that upset. Was brutal. sounded like he was upset. He was very, very upset. Yeah, man. And he knew us a lot better. He must go to our website, PlanetPlastics. His grandkids told
1: him how to use the internet and explained to him what a podcast I guess was. So, because he, he had a lot of <laughs> he had a lot of information, <laughs> a lot of inside info. Wow. Yeah, man. So shout out to Fake Half Man. How about shout
2: out to Josh Fiore, <laughs> the King of Spitfire,
1: Spitfire King. Baby. Not
2: only did you float like a Mad Master on on a Tupac track, which is not easy easy to do, but you did it while channeling Hugh, uh, fake yes. Hugh Hefner, yes. and here's the deal. You actually fucking sounded like the
1: guy, dude. <laughs> that was my old man voice.
2: And then you throw the Zuma line at the end. That was fucking brilliant. Yeah. That was great. Yes. Wow. Well, I hope our listeners enjoy that. Wow, man. That was fantastic. <laughs> nice. That's like, I I, I don't... I'm I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm, just... You're speechless.
2: I am speechless. That was so good. Your Spitfires are on, the, I mean just a completely different level man I, mean, I love
1: I think it's like just a fun little part of our show that we do It really Like is. for me anyway it's yeah. a lot of fun Yeah
2: you know throughout the whole show you can hear some uh sawing going on outside yeah they're doing something outside oh, well let me explain because you're new to south florida we have a hurricane coming our way josh yes we do a category one hurricane dorian. hurricane dorian yeah i love these names they give them hurricane dorian yeah
1: you know so uh dorian sounds like uh like the older like sexy day shift stripper yeah you know what i mean like dorian's the chick that's like she's kind of classy yeah, like you know? she she wears that like those high socks. with yeah, the, with the like run a, in it. She's kind of like a cougar.
2: Yeah, she's a little older. Yeah, a little more mature. A little more mature. Dorian, yeah. standby.
1: Dorian, stand by. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is your first hurricane, right? This will be my first uh, South Florida hurricane. Yeah. yeah. Like we'd get them in New England once in a while, but never anything on the magnitude that you guys usually get. Are you, are you nervous at all? Uh, not really. It doesn't seem like anyone's freaking out about this one too much. Yeah. So I went out yesterday. Got some flashlights and some water. You so got to stock up, man. And uh, yeah, I'm probably got to grab a couple more things here just in case the power goes out and I got to eat and stuff. Yeah, it's so
2: funny the, you know, you being new to the to the state here. Um, I hit you up over the weekend about it. Like, hey, man, there's a good chance. <laughs> no,
1: I was good. This good thing's call. gonna be in the cone.
2: Do me a favor and go hit. Go get your bottled water now. Go because because come Wednesday when they announce that this thing is gonna hit Florida, it's gonna be gone everything's going to be gone. There will be no gas. There will be no water. There will be no batteries. There will be no candles, and you need those things to function. Yeah,
1: and I'm going to have to go through a couple hurricanes to really get the gist of what I need because right now I got, like, maybe five gallons of water and, uh, like, a little lantern light, (laughs) (laughs) and I, like, called it a day. Yeah. Um you're gonna. You, you gotta have some. Like I goods. forget. Like Uber Eats isn't gonna be able to get no. here. <laughs> no, the there's, gonna no it's, there's gonna be no uh, Domino's. I mean, it's, it's supposed
2: it to be a category one, as they say, right now. Yeah. Category one is a lot of rain and a lot of wind, but it's nothing that's nothing gonna damage crazy, yeah. your house. You know, God willing, a tree doesn't fall on it. You know, that's the thing you gotta worry the most about: are branches and trees yeah. uh, hitting your house. But uh, you know, it's it's still unnerving. Being, you know, in the in the tropical in the tropics for the first time when when a, I remember my first hurricane I was in I was shitting bricks because I did not know what to expect at all yeah um but it's uh it's it's different but you can hear people in your neighborhood sawing two by fours so getting ready it's the first hurricane of the year to hit South Florida so everyone freaks out now it's a Category One. If one or two more hurricanes come, there could be a Cat 5 heading our way and people are like, "Ah, we got time." And so, you know, yeah. it's always that first, that first one though. so You want to make, make sure, sure that you're, yeah. you're prepared, but uh, you know, you're you're South Floridian now, Josh. Yeah,
1: man, I got to get into this lifestyle of That's hurricanes right. and and hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I think yeah, I guess I guess if you want to put it that way, it, it can be that uh that type of lifestyle. Hopefully we keep you away from uh Two of the three. There's nothing we can do about the hookers. So, <laughs> but anyway, uh, oh, man. you know. So I want to I want right. to do a couple shout outs before we end the show. If you're cool with that,
1: it's okay with me. Uh,
2: Pink Pantera. Dave Manic. It's his birthday tomorrow. Hey, happy birthday! Yeah, Dave. So a happy birthday to Dave Manic and uh, Lexi Lamore.
1: Oh, Lexi Lamo, ooh la la. Also,
2: the same birthday as Dave Manick tomorrow. So, hey, happy uh, two of our ED publication uh, superheroes are celebrating their birthdays tomorrow, and we want to wish them both a very happy birthday. Bobby Mac, we miss you. Mama Mac, we love you. So, I don't want to be too uh, unkind to Bobby
1: because uh, his Bobby mom... is living it up out there in oh, Canada. You Have you see been it? seeing these pictures? Yeah, yeah dude. beautiful scenery. Uh, I saw yesterday he visited the Potato Museum. Yeah. Uh, which must have been, you know, what like Ron Sparkman felt like when he went to the space museum for the first <laughs> time. <laughs> I don't know. I think Ron Sparkman was a little bit more
2: excited about NASA I than don't Bobby know. I, would be I, Bobby about seemed potatoes. Very
1: inspired by the potato, the history of the potato, and just the, the <laughs> many uses of the potato that yeah. I never knew existed. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we miss you, Bobby. It's never the same without you. Who do you
2: think would win in a fist fight between Bobby Mack and Ron Sparkman? Oh
1: man. Well, Ron Sparkman is a licensed karate expert. That's true. Uh, he's He's got a background in martial arts. He also wants to be an astronaut. There's a lot of physical training involved in that. That's true, but, too. Um, You're making
2: very valid points here.
1: Bobby can't even walk from Bally's to Planet Hollywood <laughs> without fucking <laughs> stopping for a break. So... I don't know, man. I think Sparkman's going to hand it to him. So you you have Sparkman. The Vegas odds have Sparkman as a heavy (laughs) favorite? Bobby, I love you. But yeah, Sparkman's going to fuck shit up if it ever goes down. Wow. Yeah. Who wins in a fight between Ron Sparkman and Jeb Jarrell? Okay, now Jeb... He's half Sasquatch, so he's got that natural strength. Yeah, you know,
2: he's got like retard strength.
1: Right. Yeah, he's got like that that Rocky Mountain like mountain <laughs> <Yeah>. man <laughs> <laughs> strength. I don't want to use the term you said; it's a little. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean it with love. I'm not saying it to be
2: vindictive. No, Jeb he, knows I'm he kidding. Does. He's
1: got that that mountain man strength. <laughs> he's a um, strong dude inside and out. I feel like mentally he's a strong man. Also, do you think Jeb can take Sparkman? I think uh, it, it it would definitely. Um, I'd like to see it in a steel cage, go down at some point. Um, I know they're friends, so it would be like a very a very dramatic uh, fight. This is like some WWE shit we're working out right here. Okay,
2: so who would win that? Okay, so Jeb beats Sparkman, right? <laughs> All right. So Sparkman beats Bobby, Jeb <laughs> beats Sparkman. Who wins in a fight, Jeb Gerald or Jimmy Boucher? Now, now, Jimmy's a hockey
1: player. Right, Jimmy's a hockey
2: player. He knows how to
1: fight. He's a Northeast guy. He's a little scrappy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. Jeb Gerald, Jimmy. Jeb Gerald versus Jimmy. Well, listen. Because I live in such a close proximity to Jimmy, I'm going to have to go with him just so he doesn't kick my ass. So you give Jimmy the? the, I'm going to have to. I don't really have a choice because I do want to get on that boat again at some point. (laughs) He does have a nice boat. (laughs) You you, you want you want that invite? Yeah.
2: Okay. So so Jimmy Jimmy wins that one. Okay, Okay, that's pretty good. So we doing like a Royal Rumble here?
1: (laughs) Why do you want to see all of our friends get into violent encounters? I'm I'm getting to this. Okay. Jimmy. Okay.
2: Versus Perry Harvard.
1: Oh, well, poor Perry, man. The guy's not in great physical condition at the moment.
2: But I think Perry's got that, like, strength as well like i'm i'm I, get, I just see him being such a big guy but jimmy's a dirty fighter you know what that's not a good <laughs> one because jimmy's a dirty fighter he takes out the knees jimmy wins we give jimmy the nod yeah well
1: poor perry's i think he needs use a walker and does he yeah. i didn't
2: even know that i just know he's a bigger I, guy i know he's so
1: mentioned I, that before that I'm,
2: I'm just in my head i'm thinking wrestling <laughs> you're thinking size so i'm yeah. thinking like you know like you're thinking like perry do hogan like a,
1: versus andre giant you know what you're I'm thinking saying? Like he'll do like a yokozuno drop on him or yeah right right like, right in my that, head man. i'm i'm thinking that that might you know we did stripper deathmatch we might have to do panda the deathmatch
2: this is why i'm doing this <laughs> okay. because next week i'd like to give you a homework assignment okay and i would like you to relive the stripper deathmatch but I want a panda, panda death, death match. Panda
1: death match. No holds barred. No
2: holds barred. Yeah. I think Dre Lacey's gotta be involved. Okay. I think Roberson's gotta be involved. Yeah. Um, you know, Elon Fong, Danny Myers. All the main
1: characters, man. Yeah,
2: all the all the main guys. But yeah. Jeb and Sparkman, I think, should kick the thing off. They
1: should kick it off.
2: Hell yeah. All right. You know what I mean? Okay. It's just it's just it's an interesting uh <laughs> I love how Sparkman whoops Bobby's ass clean. <laughs> I mean, like yeah, it's not yeah, even <laughs> <I> mean, <that's...
1: laughs> He's a karate expert. He is a karate
2: expert. <laughs> yeah. He is. He absolutely is. Yeah. Okay, well, any, any other shout-outs before we end the show, Josh?
1: I just want to shout-out all of our listeners and, of course, Bill Zora, the entertainer of the gear, and Fake Hef for submitting that Spitfire of the Week this week.
2: And I want to give a shout-out to my mother, who unfortunately is in a hospital room right now recovering. Um, she's she's dealing with some medical issues. She's doing fine. doing fine. And uh, to hear that? She's doing fine. Sorry, Tiggs was laying on the on the headphone thing, and I couldn't hear myself. Yeah, she's trying to comfort (laughs) you. She's comforting. Yeah, Um, my mom's doing fine. She's our biggest fan, and I just I know she's listening this week because she's uh, cooped up in a hospital room. And uh, mom, I love you. And as soon as uh, Hurricane Dory... Uh, gets uh, out of South Florida. I'm coming Planet home to see you back. real soon, and uh, that's it. Let's let's end the show on a nice on a nice note.
1: All right. Shout out to Black Mom. We'll see you next
0: time. Get well mom. soon, Mom.
1: Planetplatypus.com.
0: Planet we Have landed on the planet It's been a long time We should have never, never granted But we're standing on the front line Prime for the sequel Part 2 will rock you The voice of the people We had to take it back shake it up and rearrange it The industry's evolving Now we're rolling with